Welcome to the best kept secret video cast and podcast from Centricity. If you're a B2B service professional, use our five-step process to go from the grind of chasing every sale to keeping your pipeline full with prospects knocking on your door to buy from you. We give you the freedom of time and a life outside of your business. Each episode features an executive from a B2B services company sharing their provocative perspective on an opportunity that many of their clients are missing out on. It's how we teach our clients to get executive decision makers to buy without being salesy or spammy. Here's our host, the co-founder and CEO of Centricity, Jay Kingley. I'm Jay Kingley, co-founder and CEO of Centricity. Welcome to our show, where our guests share their provocative perspectives on what their target market is missing out on. I'm happy to welcome to the show, Irma Zoff, founder and principal of The Z-Bridge. Irma coaches executives and their teams on cultural development and leadership focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Irma is based in Redwood City, California, which is in the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to the show, Irma. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. One of the buzzwords in today's business of climate is DEI, which I had just mentioned is diversity, equity, and inclusion. There is increasing pressure from society that all companies have to embrace the principles of DEI. They need to create organizations that are diverse, that are equitable, and that are inclusive. And of course, at that level, it sometimes comes across as a bit of motherhood and apple pie. Let us salute the flag of DEI. And everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants to help everyone else become organizations that are compliant with the principles of DEI. But what you don't hear a lot of is while it has social purpose, does it have business purpose? Does it actually move the needle on the bottom line for a person's business? And Irma, that's where I'd like to start our discussion today. DEI, sure, hard to argue socially, but is there really beyond that social purpose? Is there really any business value associated with the concept? Tell us what you think. Yes, um, this is this is very exciting uh, because this is what um, I truly believe that it's not only the right thing to do, but it is uh, really helping you at the core. And I will explain uh, how it, it increases innovation. It helps people feel comfortable at what they do and they produce more in all aspects of the business um, su succeed. And it's proven in many ways that uh, uh, pain points that organizations have when they're lacking for DEI or diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is disengagement uh, because there are biases. There are a lot of biases at work. We all have it. We have been listening to, you know, and uh, social media. We all have these wrong perceptions. So um, that's one thing that are uh, um, not helping the businesses to be more uh, successful. Another point is having a blind spot, not knowing what you really need not knowing what you, your clients or your uh, target market really uh, will benefit from or how to approach to them, right? So this is part of being aware of what is in your subsystem or your uh, uh, ecosystem. 
And and the other thing that I want to highlight is that when we don't understand our internal processes, our people, our team, and then it expanded to our clients, our market, um, it's hard to to collaborate um, uh, and thrive. Uh, it's hard to know what is needed and how one can help the other to succeed. So once we are aware of all this, we can enable um, better collaboration, better understanding, or better um, addressing the pain points that we have. So the lack of uh, organizational diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, clearly from what you're telling us, has a real business impact. And there's still lots of companies out there that while they get the social purpose, it can frequently come across as we just better tick that box, do it superficially and get back to work business as usual. And you're pointing out the errors and the mistakes that and the underperformance that you're going to have if you do that. So that sort of begs the question, Irma, is what should companies be doing to infuse these principles of DEI into their organizations to maximize business performance? I think that uh, the best approach is to uh, the commitment, to be aware that this is not only for social um, um, uh, commitment or for being doing the right thing, but it, how DEI is really going to help your business. So it's a commitment as you do with other systems or other, you know, continuous improvement process that you bring to the, to your, your uh, company. So when you are aware of this, then you can commit to, uh, uh, your resources. That means time, you know, people and, and efforts on how you're going to do this. So I think that this is the main key for success on how to implement DEI in your organization. So Irma, if that's what you need to do, let us be a little bit more specific about how the organization is going to benefit from moving down this path. And I, and I want to start with how it improves the business side. So what would be the argument on how doing what you suggest can improve business results? So research has said, you know, research after research have said, uh, that having diversity at the top level of the organizations, and if you have uh, gender diversity, for instance, it increases uh, or outperforms other businesses by 25%. And if you have ethnic diversity at the top level of the organization, you in, you have you are performed by 36% the homogeneous groups, right? So, and uh, that is proven in many ways, but still Fortune 500 companies don't show that in the executive, at the executive level, having 25% or less of women representation and only women of color, 3%. So that says a lot. So there is a lot of improvement that we can do. And what about the decision maker themselves? Uh, obviously going from a check the box uh, let's make it look to the outside world that we're diverse and inclusive and, and have uh, equity to really infusing it into your DNA. That's a big change effort. It, it's going to take a lot of leadership. So talk to me about how that leader who makes the decision to fully embrace 
what you're talking about. Tell me how they benefit. Tell me sort of the emotional impact on them. You mentioned um, it's take it's a journey. It takes a it takes time to get into a place where you have a more diverse and where people feel that they belong, more included. But once you have that, um, uh, leaders can will have a peace of mind. Why? Because they will know uh, that they are making the decision based on more information. They are aware of their surroundings. They are aware that they have blind spots and they're bringing people with different perspectives to to target or to collaborate and find better solution. You know, there is a phrase that says, um, two minds think better than one mind, right? And it's applied to here because one can't know everything, but, you know, collectively as a team, you have more power than one, the smartest person in the room. You've articulated some real quantitative benefits to uh, having uh, diversity uh, in the organization. You, you talked about how the, the leader can actually benefit uh, from moving down this path. So talk to us now about what are the steps you would take to implement the kinds of changes that you're talking about? We started with commitment, you know, the commitment to bring this work uh, or this uh, uh, tool or uh, resource to your organization. Then you um, create um, a small team that will help you to succeed, that will help you to put this together. Um, it's very important to have clear goals because this is not a subjective topic. This is not only qualitative, but it is objective. So you can create goals that will make you reach better results. Uh, that means, you know, how you're diversifying your team, how you are enabling collaboration. So you have heard about SMART goals, right? Can you just define that for us, Irma, for those who don't know? So SMART goals are defined as specific, measurable, accessible, um, resourceful, or having um, rely being reliable and time bound and this is something that um help us to to reach those goals right and so i will add the i for inclusion so how to be more inclusive with these goals um whether to your team or to your market your product and e as uh, equity how fair is that goal not only to you but your team and your organization. So I'm sorry. So we were talking about this. And the last thing is, um, you know, being um, accountable. So how you're following up, how is that related to the end business, right? So because if we leave it very subjective, then it's hard to fo to know, did it work? Did it, did it not work? And how was that related to our end results, our profits? So follow up and be accountable. Irma, thank you for sharing your insights on how DEI goes beyond just ticking the socially responsible box, but also drives real business value. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to learn a bit more about Irma. Are you wondering how much longer you have to grind and chase for every lead conversation and client? Would you like clients to knock on your door so you no longer have to pitch, follow up, and spam decision makers? Well, Centricity's Category 1 program uses a proven five-step process that will help you get in front of the decision makers you need by spending less time doing all the things you hate. It's not cold calling, cold email, cold outreach on LinkedIn or any other social media, or even spending money on ads. 
but it does have a 35 times higher ROI than any of those things, leveraging your expertise and insights at your prospects and network value. The best part, even though you'll see results in 90 days, you get to work with the Centricity team for an entire year to make sure you have all the pieces in place and working so you can start having freedom of time and a life outside of your business. So email time at centricityb2b.com to schedule an 18-minute call to learn more. Welcome back. We're talking to Irma Zoff of the ZBridge. Let's find out a bit more about Irma. Irma, let me start by asking you, what are the pain points that you solve for your clients and why do they need you to get rid of the pain? I help them in the entire process from um, creating this awareness by helping them uh, create the, the, the team that is going to be working with DEI and um, uh, coaching them throughout uh, the process. You know, what are the goals that they're trying to reach, how they're going to reach them, how they're going to make people accountable and deliver the results. It requires, uh, you know, a follow-up uh, uh, of all the, the initial steps to get to where you want to be and, and how you are making not only uh, your team, but the entire organization responsible for this new way of approaching business. Irma, I'm sure you've heard the expression, you are the company that you keep. So every business executive that I know, when they bring in someone from the outside to work with, only wants to work with the best. Could you imagine if somebody said, well, I brought in Irma with the ZBridge because she's average, because she's mediocre, because she's dirt cheap, because that would reflect on me. So let's hit at a answer to that question, which is, what makes you great at what you do? You start with that questions when you start doing this work, right? Like, why why am I doing this, and why is it am I better than most people? Or so I had the luxury to start as an engineer, quality engineer with process improvement, and and I have this background, and then I work in HR. I work with the managers, I work with the employees, and I work with the executive team. So uh, how, I, I really love the data, the process, uh, the system, following a system, but I also have the soft skills of people and understanding the, the importance of the culture of the organization. So I, I um, brought these two together for, and, and I work with my, with my systems that I know, you know, lean methodologies, design thinking to tackle very um, um, soft and qualitative uh, topics or that we think that they are as people, but in creating or uh, just uh, presenting in a way that we can know we're targeting the right uh, goals or the right situation, what are the things that, that bother us and how we can get to a better solution. And this is what I, I come strong and I can help you. And I have the the experience of working with different companies at different levels. And, and that's what I bring to the table. So it's um, all my experience together. And I think Irma, people can get even a better sense of your experience by going to your LinkedIn profile, see the different types of positions that you had along the lines that you indicated, your education, your background, all I might add, very impressive. 
But I'm going to ask a little bit of a different question. I'd like to understand what happened in your life that would most explain why you're doing what you do today. So, yes, we all have a, you know, like a reason for doing this, right? So mine started like very early on my career. Um, I'm a minor- minority in many um, dimensions or in many ways. So I'm an engineer. Um, I'm 23 years old and I'm working in a very male dominated company. And I was very young. So I uh, was put in charge of a team uh, to, to lead changes. And, you know, it's a quality team. So at the beginning, people didn't uh, like to work with me. They were offended because a young woman was leading the team. And we're talking about, uh, you know, operators uh, in the automotive industry. So it was very hard to start. But because I was coming uh, fresh, new, I was willing to listen to everyone, even if it was a big team. I was willing to, you know, follow the lean methodology that we were using. And I was working very hard to gain the trust and confidence of the entire team, bringing everyone together. So that's the inclusion part, right? You know, after a couple of years of working together and trying my best to understand, to listen to all these things that intuitively, intuitively I, I realized, you know, I was doing, we got the best result that ever had that team. People at the beginning, people started trusting me, working together. And then, you know, we, we won, we won the first prize of JD Power in that system. So I was very happy. And I think that that experience um, uh, followed me for the, for up to today. So when I started working with people in HR, when I started, you know, uh, supporting executives and coaching them to how to best manage this, uh, their teams, I, re- I, I keep remembering how important it is um, to, to bring this um, inclusiveness, it, this uh, sense of, you know, team collaboration for everybody to, you know, to perform better and reach the goals, have better results and anything that you do. And I have seen time and time again that this is the secret sauce and it's not secret, you know, like design thinking also has it, you know, every, you know all the real you know, um, tools that we have to succeed are based on how we collaborate to each other, how we feel comfortable and and validated at what we do. We he- we feel that, that people listen to what we have to say and that then we can, uh, you know, feel comfortable of providing more and sharing. That enables not only a better environment in, you know, in, you know the cultural environment, which is super important, but ultimately, and at the end, you get better results. People are happy. They do better jobs. They do better at everything that they do. Well, that is certainly very inspirational and shows, I think, a character trait, a character trait necessary to success, which is perseverance. So, Irma, I am sure that uh, we've got a lot of people in the audience that would love to reach out to you, continue the conversation about how you get real business value from a DEI type of initiative. What's the best way for them to get in touch? Best way will be over my email. It's irma at thezebridge.com or my website. Also, it's a good resource, thezebridge.com. You can find a lot of information there and how I work. Well, I will be certain to put that in the show notes and in the insert into the video. Make it easy for our audience. Irma, you have been very enlightening I think you've put a nice perspective on why DEI goes well beyond ticking the social box and is essential in order to get the business results 
that owners, shareholders, boards of director, and employees, not to mention customers, are expecting uh, from any organization that they do business with. So uh, truly uh, enlightening, if not inspiring. And, um, you know, most uh, shows, they would sort of say, okay, thanks, bye-bye, we're done. I'm not most shows. Uh, I always represent the interest of my audience. My goal is to extract the most value that I can out of every guest that we have on this show. So I have gotten to know you a bit, and I'm just thinking to myself, I think Irma can do more. I think maybe we can extract a little bit of a gift a little bit of something extra to offer our listeners. Irma, you're on the spot. Give us something. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I love what I do and I, you know, I do it because I believe in it and I want everybody to, to use it. I want everybody to, to, you know, advance the AI, not only on the organizations, but imagine if all the world is, you know, being conscious and aware of where we are and listen to each other. So because of that, and because I'm happy to, to be part of the solution, I, I will offer um, 30 minutes consultation to all your audience. Just when they reach to me, they say, you know, I saw you or listened to you uh, uh, with Jay, the podcast, and that will be it. 30 minutes. You can, we can talk more one-on-one Um on your own situation or what you're trying to accomplish, what are your challenges? And then um, I can give you some advice and, and we go from there. Okay, folks, you heard her. Reach out to Irma, send her an email and her email address. Tell her you heard her on the Best Kept Secret Show. Take advantage of that very generous consultation and let's move the ball farther down the field. Irma, thank you so much for being such a fabulous guest to my audience. Let's continue to crush it until next time. 